live from New York, the show that's wishing you a very happy Martin Luther King Day. It's first things first today. You are what you eat. Cowboys, tomato can. <laughs> <laughs> also, bonus hey. pun, will Jerry can Mike McCarthy. Oh, well. Meanwhile, wow. new wow. superstar alert. CJ Stroud lights up the Browns. How dangerous is Texas's best team? And finally, another shot at the Cowboys. And finally, <laughs> oh, I told you. Oh, uh, you have been on it. I told you. You wouldn't let anybody Play kick off, you well, off the cheese bandwagon. Yeah, bro. exactly. Don't let just, him do this. Ne- not moving like this. I'm just saying. Trying to get me off. I'm, not, I'm on the Chiefs like Don't. icicles on a mustache. <laughs> Are the Chiefs the scariest team in the playoffs alongside Chris Broussard? I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, were you happy about our Chiefs? Listen, it's the January football. It's playoff football. Let's go. It's Patrick Mahomes. I'm saying, guys. You. That's what I'm saying. But you know what I was most happy for this weekend? Oop, bro. Our partner, Chris Broussard, who is on a heater, the likes of which we haven't seen in sports media. Well. I mean, look at him. Literally, before the show, he said, let me cook. (laughs) He did say that. We start with a debacle in Dallas. Nick's Super Bowl pick, crushed tomatoes. The first number two seed to lose. Since the elimination of the second bye, Green Bay puts up 48 points. Dak throws two interceptions. Here he is after the game. Yeah, we got beat. There's no other which way around it, no way to sugarcoat it. Um, obviously, I didn't play well. Uh, and shock. I, I'm not a guy that, that lives in the past. And so um, where my feet are and at this moment, yeah, I mean, I sucked tonight. No, that was, that was it. Okay. Professor Broussard, what grade are you giving the Cowboys? <laughs> well, the grade is obvious. F! Okay. Where's the F? Okay, oh. It's, but I'm you know what? As, the, as I thought about well, this, <laughs> we tried to get the, the, the biggest F we could get. Okay. Is this bigger as than I the thought, last My yeah, goodness. This is bigger. It is. Yeah, it is. Bigger. As yeah. I thought about this, my notes are I here, sat so. there and I said, you know what? <laughs> This isn't good enough, or in this case, oh, bad, bad enough. enough. Bad enough. Yeah. The, this does not fully encapsulate how horrific <laughs> that was yesterday, mm-hmm. Nick Wright. Yeah. All right, so I had to create my own grade. Wow. I had to create something worse Wait, we have than more. an F. What's that? An F minus. Oh, that's All right, this is an <laughs> F minus by the Cowboys. We got it, yeah. We'll, we'll, All right. Why we'll, do you help him out here? Because... I got you. Go ahead. You worry an about F, your take. An F is <laughs> rehearse this. Yeah. Go ahead. Go you ahead. got it. Not Keep bad enough. Keep this is how Keep we're doing cooking. it. Yeah. yeah. An F minus is not just getting beaten by a lesser team. Mm-hmm. An F minus is not just taking somebody lightly and, and losing the game. Mm-hmm. An F minus is reserved for a whole nother class <laughs> of failure. Yeah. And that is when. You choke. All right? The Cowboys yesterday of Dak Prescott, of Mike McCarthy, of Deron Bland, of Micah Parsons, of CeeDee Lamb, choked. This wasn't just a loss. Mm -mm. The moment was too big. That's correct. The pressure was too much. How else do you explain a defensive backfield that spent most of the season in the top five, top six-ish, yeah. letting guys run wide open uh-huh. like this. I mean, this is inexplicable. Look at that. There is not a cowboy in the screen. Bro, it's the most open any player has been in any game all year, literally. By next-gen stats, 17.2 yards between him and the closest that, defender. And, on and Dobbs as well. Yeah. It happened time and time again. The only explanation... How else do you explain a team that had won 16 straight games at home and won by – they outscored their opponents by 172 points this season in Texas. Mm -hmm. And yet you are down 48-16 with a few minutes left to a team that was 9-8 and and the youngest in nearly 50 years to make the playoffs? Yeah, I'm great. How else do you explain a quarterback oh. who had an MVP?
MVP caliber season, who threw only nine interceptions in 17 games, throwing two picks, one of them a pick six in the first half. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How else do you explain a defensive front that led the league in pressures the entire season, only getting four pressures and no sacks against a 25-year-old quarterback making his first playoff start. (laughs) Yeah, good job. That's it. That's what I thought. And I could go on for the rest of the show, but but I I won't. We we can't do that. All right, but I this yesterday what we saw was the greatest example of one of my greatest rants. Oh, the tomato can. Yeah, well that it is. All right. Yeah. And how ironic and fitting. That a team that spent all season bashing and bruising and muscling up against tomato cans turned out to be the greatest tomato can. Oh no! Of no, them the Cowboys all. are a tomato can. Yes, oh, that the Dallas Cowboys are a playoff <laughs> tomato can. Oh, that's the worst. 20, 2016, we're the number one seed. Doesn't matter. No. Twenty twenty one, we're the number three seed. Doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Don't fall. Twenty twenty three, we're the number two seed. Duh. Does not matter uh-huh. because the Cowboys are playoff. Tomato cans. Yeah. Period. So excellent. excellent job. I mean, well done. Several Some of your greatest hits in there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really was. Um, Wilds. Yes. If I may, just quickly for me. Oh, really quick. The, do, yeah. uh, do you want to address that it was Nick Super no, Bowl? No, I got it. I, I'll we take care of that. I promise. That. That's exactly what I was about to oh, do. Yeah, he. So, he I, no, if I may, I don't care if the Eagles it, get beat by a hundred. Okay. Well, you, <laughs> okay. I hear a thing. It, um, <laughs> if I may, classic. Category three by me. Oh, man. Irrevocably, unequivocally wrong. (laughs) And what makes it worse is it is Brew's, maybe his first ever classic one. Classic. Instantly correct. Everything Brew said all year. Let me give give you your props. Everything (laughs) Brew said all year was correct. Getting fat and happy on tomato cans. Check. Dak. Even if he put up. Brew said before the season, even if Dak Prescott were to win league MVP, he would not necessarily believe he's an elite quarterback. Yeah. And I thought that was an insane statement. And then we saw a circumstance where Dak had, an, at the very least, an MVP caliber season. One that as recently as Friday of last week, I was arguing, should have him in a coin flip for MVP with Lamar. Maybe a weighted co- coin in Lamar's favor. But yep. then proven exactly right by how he did in the playoffs. All the McCarthy stuff, too much talk, all of it was right. So now, if I may just quickly go through the football stuff that happened. I don't know who should be more embarrassed from uh, when it comes to the Cowboys, but I'm going to start on the defense. Yeah. Micah and Dan Quinn and the defense as a whole, what the hell was that? I don't know, maybe Dan Quinn was distracted by the Seattle job coming open. I'm not being sarcastic no, about that. I know, some time, yeah, and, and, I, and I know that, that he's got four interviews lined yep. up we found out about today. So I, maybe that's human nature, but that's oh, what they did yesterday and what they allowed Mike Matt LaFleur to do to them was humiliating. And Micah getting just washed out of that football game was humiliating for a guy who talks like and usually plays like one of the best players at his position of his generation. Then there's Dak, who now, and this is a brutal spot, because this is where now his great regular season works against him, and it should, Mm -hmm. because Dak is now a known regular season-only quarterback. Mm. We, can we show you the quarterbacks who have the active quarterbacks, most regular season wins with less than three playoff wins? What do all those guys have in common? You don't trust them come the postseason. No, yeah, right and I know Dalton, that. it seems yeah, unfair, Dalton, but I don't know. no, but Andy Dalton, when he was winning 10 games every yep. year in Cincinnati, that's what we thought. When Ryan Tannehill had the one seed, that's what we thought. Kirk Cousins, when they won 13 years, that's uh, 13 games last year, that's what we thought. And The part that Brew said, but I want to emphasize, Dak was frightened. Dak, you saw his eyes. The moment the game was 7-0, you could feel it. And I'm not trying to be the body language doctor, but you don't have to be. And then each, he had four separate opportunities before the game got away from him to help the Cowboys either stay close or be right there. Down 7-0, all of a sudden, 
You have, all right, down 7 nothing. They punch us in the mouth. The next drive you punt, the next drive he throws what could have been his first pick six mm-hmm. right. was just a pick. Right. Down 14 nothing. Okay, this is getting tough. You're, you're in field goal range. You have a third and five. All you have to do is not take a sack. He creates a sack. And then McCarthy doesn't let Aubrey kick the field goal. Down 20 to nothing. I tweet, oddly not dead. Go score, you get the ball at halftime. Yeah, yeah. 20 to 14, next time Green Bay touches the ball, yeah. and all of a sudden the pressure's on them. They were dead. Two-minute warning, the ball's at the 40. And he throws one of the worst pick sixes of the year and an underrated mistake when the game felt over but down 27 nothing right before the half. He does the one thing you can't do. He threw it short of the end zone, and the half would have yep. ended, yep. but they got bailed out because right. of the penalty. That was four egregious mistakes. And then, of course, there's McCarthy, who I know we'll get to. But the, at, listen, everything Bruce said all year was right. And I, when I say I hate saying that, I want you guys to know I'm having like an allergic internal <laughs> reaction right it's now. Okay, but it's okay, man. It's okay. It is. It, and for Dak, I think this – hurts the most because he now is in a spot where he literally can have an MVP level year and people will rightfully doubt him moving forward, especially because he did look like the moment was too big for him. And it was the first round of the playoffs against a seven seed. And he's a veteran. It's not like he's in his third year where, oh, okay, you can forgive it. Correct. No. Totally agree. Uh, Jerry Jones talked all year about how this team was Super Bowl ready, and now they're all headed for vacation, and maybe some people won't be coming back. Here's Mike McCarthy and Jerry. Do you think this could lead to a coaching change? Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we're – we're disappointed. Um, I got a whole whole team in the in the locker rooms. It's that's hurting, and uh, that's you know I, I haven't thought past you know the outcome of this game. I won't get into uh, any uh, of the uh, addressing of any aspects of any part of it, uh, from um, the coaching to the players to what's around the corner. Okay, Bruce should McCarthy be fired? I think yes. I think yes. All right. I mean, he was undressed yesterday by the guy who replaced him in Green Bay. They weren't ready offensively. They weren't ready defensively. I mean, they were a mess against, again, the youngest team in the playoffs since 1974. All right. And now, look, he's obviously had the three great regular seasons, Mm -hmm. but they are one in three under him in the playoffs. Two of those losses are at home. In the first round. In the first round. Home and first and round. here's the quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, now, a, great he's a winner, <laughs> but still. All right. A rookie Brock Purdy yeah. who was making his seventh start. That's not even Brock Purdy now. Yeah. That is your seventh start. And then a last rookie, yesterday, Jordan. Jordan or not a rookie, but a first but, year but starter. Yeah, first year starter, first playoff game ever. Yeah. And if you're S Bob, Super Bowl or Bust, which we know they are. <laughs> And this year, more than anything, they should have been. Things were falling in line. Now, they still would have had to get by San Francisco. But everything else was falling in line from them. And you are at home, and you get everything went opposite the way it did regular season. You, they didn't score. I don't care about the 32 points. We know no, they didn't score nonsense. when they mm. needed to. 48-60. And you're averaging almost 40 at home during the regular season. So, yeah, I look. There's one name. I'm, I don't know who it would be other than this guy, but if, if Jerry Jones is serious about winning the Super Bowl, then he should, have, he should have been on the phone last night with Bill Belichick working out what do you need from us. I'm serious. Belichick yeah. will fix the defense, which is probably their biggest problem. I mean, Dak, obviously you got questions, but they ran all over that defense. Oh, I disagree. Yeah. Defense is the biggest problem. I, thought, I, I don't, the, man. Right now, my biggest concern is – the quarterback play come the playoffs. That would be my biggest concern. I mean, he was but bad. The, I can't Because the defense over the I, – I don't. They get run on, though. They, they do get run on, but I thought that was more of a coaching – I thought that was Matt LaFleur saying, I know what you're going to do, Dan Quinn, and I'm going to take advantage of it. And Dan Quinn, listen, like I said, he was in the head coaching you know, circles as yeah. far as could he – if McCarthy gets fired, could he get the job, whatever it is. I, listen, Mike – obviously Mike McCarthy should be fired. That is not too harsh. That is not too reactionary. That is the standard right now. When I, can we show? I want to show this 12 win graphic again because I, I we expanded it. 
So I know that's a lot of information, so I'll distill it for you. That's all the teams that have had at least three straight 12-win seasons. Yeah. And what you'll see is all of them made at least one, if not multiple, conference championship games at the very least. And all of them made a Super Bowl, or if they didn't, they had already won a Super Bowl with that quarterback there. So the Packers, the Saints, and the Niners during that run didn't go to a Super Bowl, but they had won one previously. I, I mean, of those, I, I did the math here. 46 times, you add all those up together aside from the Cowboys, you have 32 conference championship game appearances, 18 Super Bowl appearances, 11 Super Bowl wins. The Cowboys are zeros across the board. Yeah. So then there, but so here's to me the more complicated part of it, Wilds, mm -hmm. and this is what I want to throw at you. I agree with Brew. I'd try to go hire Bill Belichick. If I can't get Bill Belichick, and I'm at going Vrabel or Jim Harbaugh or a younger Eric Bieniemy, a younger coach, whatever it is. The next conversation I'm having is okay. If it's Belichick, we are trying to win right now in a three-year win. Absolutely, yeah. If it's not Belichick, the next conversation I'm having is: Would we rather have Dak Prescott at sixty million dollars a year? Or call up a team like New England and see if they'll give us the third pick of the draft for him. I mean, Mac Jones. Now, now, by the way, Dak has a no trade, so he'd have to play ball. But Dak is going to be looking for a contract extension this offseason that yeah. will make him the highest paid in the league. And they need to give it to him and just if, to get some room. Well, and they need players. to give it to him if they want to keep him. And if they don't give it to him, they not only don't create the room, but he, you can't tag him in a year. He could leave for nothing in a year. And if, I'm, if I am looking over the Cowboys and I say CeeDee Lamb deserves a ton of money, he's going to get it. Yep. Micah Parsons deserves a ton of money, he's going to get it. Do I think we are going to be able to essentially have those two superstars and the, one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league and then tear everything else away or try to reset the quarterback pay scale clock with a top five pick. It's basically the Niners. The not strategy. exactly right. That's the, the it, Niners. It, exactly blueprint. right. I, I okay, I, I we agree on McCarthy. Gotta go. I'm keeping Dak. As bad as he was yesterday, and you know, I don't think he's elite. You clearly can't put the team on his back. I, that's what happened. He can beat up on the tomato cans yeah. as the guy, but they need a run game. Belichick, if he comes, bring back Zeke. I need a little toughness. I need somebody to get take some of the pounding away from Tony Pollard. But, look, Nick, when you don't have that quarterback and there's no guarantee you're getting him with the third pick, when you don't have that quarterback, it is tough. Dallas has been there before. I mean, unless they saw something magical from Trey Lance in practice. All right, I, I just I, – I can't move on. They, they, they spent 20 years trying to get to before Dak Prescott. You, I'm surprised you haven't brought this up, Brew, because the other – because we've run through all your greatest hits. The one thing we haven't touched on is silly franchise. And here's well, I'm glad why. you brought that up. Dolphins lost. I, I didn't hear from the owner of the Dolphins. If the Chiefs somehow would have lost – Right. But I don't think we'd he hear from <laughs> the owner of the Chiefs. Uh, Rams lost. We didn't hear from Stan Kroenke. Cowboys lose, and there's a thousand microphones around yep. Jerry Jones. So do you think there's a part of this rebuild or reset, whatever you want to call it, where Jerry Jones looks in the mirror and said, you know no. what, maybe a little Taylor Swifty. Maybe I'm the problem. Maybe it's me. Well, you, look, you know I've always said that the culture he has set I don't believe is conducive to winning big. Now, you can be a good regular season mm -hmm. team, maybe win a playoff game or two. You can't win big, I don't believe, with him talking every week. And we saw all the other players, it spills down. Yes. They're all talking Super Bowl. Instead of talking Packers, and I didn't jump on them last week, but Dak and Micah, they're talking about Super Bowl. Correct. And that's this from Jerry. So, I don't think Jerry would look in the mirror and do it himself. But if, if, if he does talk to Belichick, That's I would hope only Belichick would happen. be like, look, no, you got to be respectful with him. But, look, I think, Cole, I think, Jerry, part of the issue is just I, I don't want you talking every week. I think, yeah, I, I mean, I think you, you Belichick know, he don't need to say nothing. could make a prerequisite of taking the job. I'm the voice of the franchise yep. while I'm here. And by the way, I'm not going to say anything. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm say, and like, that, and that's going to reset the, the culture. But that would. And it'll make them more silly. But if they, you it, won't be silly under Belichick. Uh, everyone is assuming Mike McCarthy is going to be fired. I think that's the correct assumption. The next assumption everyone's making is that Bill Belichick is going to want this job. He might 
But I, Belichick... He can will, wait, though. Also, if, and we, so if Belichick agrees with my general premise, which is Dak is a good quarterback yes. who is about to get paid like he is the okay. best, Belichick's whole history says he doesn't believe in that. No. Right. For on, at any player at any position, wouldn't even pay Tom Brady like he was the best when he was actually the best mm-hmm. because he looks at it very cold and calculated. So I don't know. I don't, it, they're in a very Plus rough he spot. Can, he's got he's Philly oh, might, might be also, there. I kind of got Buffalo a might be there. Super I know pick. it's right. We're I mean, it's unbelievable. It's a long show. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Jordan Love yeah, dealing. Yeah, we got time. Cool, calm, and collected in the pocket as he throws three touchdowns. Here is Matt Lafleur post game. Man, uh, Jordan Love, wow. That was that's about all I can say. Pete is wow. Um, what he did. And the poise he shows, the command he shows, just so proud and happy for him. Uh, he is, he, he is, he's a dude. He is a real dude. Okay, completed 76% of his passes, 272 yards, 13 yards of pass, it's first down, uh, six 20-yard completions, passer rating nearly perfect. It's the best by any quarterback versus the Cowboys. So, Nick, were you surprised? by Jordan Love's performance. I mean, I was surprised in that game, obviously. I thought the Cowboys were going to roll, but in the macro, and I needed it. Classic two. When was this a classic two? <laughs> what do you, Brew? I don't remember. Oh, really? I mean, you I guys remember, remember? We both picked no, them to make no, the playoffs. No. I don't far remember you singing that, his praises. Far before that, last year, when I was saying, hey, maybe let Jordan Love start at the end of the season. Maybe they – that Jordan Love that we just saw – that Jordan Love that we just saw, maybe they would have beaten the Lions because here's what I know. That's the best playoff game any Packers quarterback has played in seven years. Oh, Look it up. That's the best. So, sorry, Aaron. It's just the facts. And, we, and by the way, Jordan Love where he does deserve credit and then, Brew, you take it. Here's Jordan Love. We can show you the numbers over the last two months of the year. Russian. I mean, yeah, the, it's awesome. not only is the team an awesome twenty-one to one touchdown interception ratio. So shout out to him. I mean, he's been absolutely great. Well, look, Nick, you're right. from that point to what we've seen to date. Yeah. I mean, it looks like oh, their third straight great quarterback is it right there like already. It. All right, and I look. I think everybody was surprised, except maybe Jordan Love, by what he did yesterday. Okay, even and and we both liked him. We, that's why we picked him to make the playoffs in the preseason. Uh, I, what I saw from him last year, the growth over the year before, mm-hmm. I just thought, okay, this kid has it. I, I didn't know if he'd be this good, but he has something special. And obviously he showed it yesterday. And I think the other thing, Nick, he shows, and there are exceptions, C.J. Stroud, for example. But some of these teams, and more often than not, they're Love making it. mistakes yep. by throwing the quarterback right. He's fresh out of college, Correct. and you're throwing him right in there to be <laughs> the starter Jones and expecting him, the whole draft but talking, yeah. and expecting him to like carry the team. Again, a Burrow, a Stroud occasionally. But some guys, even Aaron Rodgers it's good and Mahomes, sit. look. We Mahomes don't know set. what he would have done Mahomes his first year, year yeah. but he no, did but sit. Yeah. All right, and so, so being able to sit, it gives, right. it takes a little of the pressure off, and, and you can learn what you didn't know in college. Totally and so I think other teams got to. I, I get the financial reasons. Yep, but and they got to take look advantage of that window. And if I may, I, we're going to get more on Jordan Love later in the show, and I know we're going to get to the Chiefs. But I would like I've reserved banners only for the Chiefs oh. to mock the Bills. Brew deserves one. Brew was right. <laughs> This Brew is was right, seven. guys. Oh, no. This is a This is dev- Oh, there it is. Oh, no. I knew it was a I setup. told him to put a cowboy logo. I said a cowboy Where's logo. Where's the real photo? I said that's a miscommunication. Where is the real? We, uh, spent, we spent 45 minutes two weeks it. ago getting the that's muscle up. That's a miscommunication. That's that was supposed to be the cowboy star. It's not I bad. It's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Mahomes broke his helmet. Andy Reid had icicles on his mustache, and the Chiefs froze out the Dolphins in Kansas City. 262 yards for Mahomes through the air. Had another 40 on the ground. Uh, Nick, what is the number one reason our Chiefs brought home the dub? Is that a serious question? Yes. Uh, Coach Mangini's here. Hi. Uh, I mean, listen, because they're the damn Chiefs in this January, and everyone the, is, is chill. <laughs> chill. Listen, I, the, and oddly, through much 
criticism and critique, mm-hmm. what the whole world saw was, oh, wait, they built a team perfect for playoff football in the AFC. Cold weather, need to be able to grind out victories. How? And I know what everyone's going to say. Oh, the Dolphins were all injured. Yeah, on defense, but not on offense. On offense, that was the full-strength Miami Dolphins. And aside from one bad pass that turned into a 50-yard touchdown, they got shut down throughout. Oh, it was too cold. Well, what's it going to be like next week in Buffalo or Kansas City? Or the week after in Baltimore or Kansas City? It's going to be cold. And the Chiefs, coach, and this is where you should love them. They accepted who they were late in the year. They are a ball control. Cut out the mistakes, kill you with defense, take the points, and expect our super-duper star quarterback to make a couple amazing plays, and then they're hard to beat. Since that Cincinnati game, They've had 17 drives that mattered, not counting kneel downs end of game. Mm-hmm. They've scored 13. On 13 of those drives, they've had three punts and one turnover. And I know all, all, in honor of Eminem being at the Lions game, all eight mile this, I know what everyone's going to say, but what about the red zone, Nick, the red zone? The red zone where they would have scored four red zone touchdowns instead of two if not for an egregious block in the back penalty and Patrick Mahomes' helmet being cracked in half so he has to essentially miss a play. The answer is they were never, in, they were never, you know, if I may say, there was never a doubt. And I'm going to be a little understated I, here. I agree with that. I'm going to be a little understated. Understated because it's just the wild card round. Like I don't know the franchises that make a big deal with the wild card round. I don't maybe once one a time, but not in this lifetime for me. So no, I mean listen. Nobody wants to play the Lions, and so they want. The biggest reason they want is because it's the Chiefs in January. So unless you have Tom Brady. It, you're, you're basically have a one in fifteen chance of beating them, like and yeah, a zero like percent chance of beating them in this regulation. Is now that's what you like it. Go wow. ahead. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, what I like. What, 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 who wants to play the Chiefs? Nobody. I, I do love how they're playing defense. Thank yep. you. One for twelve on third down. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the pressure, the variation of the pressure. Yeah. The fact that they're the yeah, fact spags. that they're willing to run the ball. Run the ball. There it is. Basically, run the ball. Control the time of possession. Yeah. Thirty-four minutes. I think that's. All fantastic. I think the fact that they were able to perform in cold weather, love the idea that they're actually getting some wide receivers involved in the offense. That's positive, too. Rashi, sorry. That's positive, too. Uh, They've got superstars at the game and Taylor Swift. I would just like their other superstar to play like a superstar on a – who? Or consistent Which basis. One? Patrick Mahomes. Oh, give me a break. When you are, in your mind – the greatest quarterback of all time, which we know it is not true. We know who the greatest quarterback of all time is. You need to perform at that at that level, especially now in the playoffs. And there were a lot of. You good didn't things. think he was great? I thought he was. I thought he was okay. I thought he was okay. I just my he wasn't great. My expectation for him, and maybe this is my fault. Maybe my expectations for him are higher than yours are. And and <laughs> well, hold on. I'd Can like I, to see wait. him perform. No, Nick. So so uh, up to go, the, ahead. go ahead. They had four field goals and two touchdowns. Now yeah. it, look, it was a good win. I didn't see anything that surprised me. Anything that made me say, "Oh my!" The playoffs have arrived. Now so have the Chiefs. They were playing the fancy, fancy, prancy Dolphins. Okay, it's the All right, playoffs in cold now. weather. I, all right, we, the Dolphins can't beat good teams. They showed us that all season long. They can't even score against good teams. All right, so look, the defense of the Chiefs is great. Mm-hmm. But to get up here and act like, oh, my, they put everybody on notice, everybody's scared. They did the same thing they've been doing all season, except Rasheed Rice did catch the ball. But guess who was dropping it? Travis Kelsey. But they, the- all right, I mean, so I, look, they were fine. I think they look, played pretty much they how they've been playing. They won by 19 points against a team That's one that, six three, that three teams. weeks ago was playing for the one seed. Here's the thing, because Wilds keeps throwing out this stat. What I do, if you I, score 21, yeah, no, if you score 21, you beat the Chiefs, That's and it's true. It, it's a misleading stat. The more accurate stat is this. The Chiefs are unbeatable when they score 21. And if you guys think, so literally unbeatable, and if they don't turn the ball over, separate issue, the one loss they have when they haven't lost the turnover battle, one of the turnovers was a pick six, which is almost like two turnovers in itself. So there, there is a level of the Chiefs. The reason you're not seeing more wow plays from Patrick Mahomes and the reason they're struggling in the red zone is because the Chiefs, Patrick is refusing to take chances there. 
And there are, I believe there are plays that could be made thrown into the end zone that he's saying right now, under this context of a playoff game against the Dolphins when they can't score, not going to do it. I'm not going to put the ball at risk. If you guys think all of a sudden he's lost the ability to make those plays, when all I heard all year was, all I heard all year, I need one receiver to step up. Can one of these guys step up? And to which we now yada yada, can we show Rasheed Rice? Because Rasheed Rice all of a sudden, I don't know, people talked a lot about this Tyree Kill trade. Forget the fact we got Trent McDuffie. Here's their playoff production the last two years. Keep in mind last year Rasheed Rice was playing in college football. So Rasheed Rice has been as productive as Tyreek the last two years just yesterday. So you have Isaiah Pacheco is a good running back. Travis Kelsey, who even at aging, had 70 yards in a game where he had three drops. Yep. Rasheed Rice, who was excellent. Mahomes, who made no mistakes. And the and best defense left in the football. And, and they, against a defense that's not wasn't great to begin so with. 19, and then, then okay. was banged and, up. A depleted, so, a depleted right. and demoralized team that's coming in. Playing in ridiculously. So we're just trying to bring you no, down. There's no they, they don't look that much better to me than they looked in the regular okay, season. Okay, so then here's my question. But this is why this is what I've been trying to convince you guys to do all year. Is judge this Chiefs team against this year, not against history. Because had they won this game 35-27, to 27, I bet you guys would be sounding very differently. But that would be more concerning. That would be a closer win where the defense got mm-hmm. p- pushed around. They won by 19 points. I would be points. excited like you're excited if they had won 35 to seven. Uh, right. That, okay. That, and that, so were a few more touchdowns. That then would be. So oh my freezing. God. This so is the, the most cold, one of the coldest it's, games in history. They're used to playing. Uh, so, so, so hold on. So let's points. talk. So let's talk about it. Just real quick, if I may. So one touchdown called off the board for a block in the back. That when you I mean, watch no, it, those don't matter because no, they, they didn't. No, they don't no, count. I'm, 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 I'm asking Coach a question. Coach said if they had won 35 to seven, he'd feel better about them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, that block in the back is not called. It's 30 to seven. You think there's a fundamental difference in how the Chiefs played if that call gets made or not? Because I don't. I, I don't. I think it's the exact same game. And so, no, I don't – I night, mean, Baltimore just beat Miami by how many points? 56 okay, so and 19 okay. in hot weather where Miami likes in to play? hot weather. But were, were the Chiefs not I mean, playing in the same weather? No, were they, they were just playing in cold weather. Chiefs no, I'm saying it's the same weather as Miami. Uh, it's okay. The Chiefs control uh, Yeah, but game. we know Miami can't I mean, play in cold 19 points in a playoff I'm just saying you, you're going a little far. Tua That's almost off. throws for 200 yards, just looked off and uncomfortable the entire game. The once mighty Dolphins offense stalls yet again. Here's to a post game. I don't feel any pressure at all. Um, I, I I have full trust in in myself. I have full trust in in um, you know what what I'm I'm capable of doing for our organization. Um, but outside of that, we're focusing on tonight and what happened. You know we're we're going to simmer on this um, and see what we can do to get better from it uh, going into next year. Okay. Are you disappointed in Tua? No. You're not disappointed when it's what you expect. Listen, he is who he is. This is why eye tests exist. Led the league in passer rating. Should he be the MVP or led the league in passing yards? Don't care. Listen, I, I, I don't want to be harsh, but he is undersized, doesn't have a very strong arm, and has never played well in the biggest spots. It's just who he is. And now you're up against a great defense with a great defensive coordinator, Mm. and it just continues the trend, and we can show you his history. Every biggest game of his career, he's been bad. Week 17 to make the playoffs, bad. Week 17 the next year, had to win that week and the next week to make the playoffs, bad. Week 17 this year to be the one seed, awful. Week 18 this year to win the division and be able to play in balmy weather, which evidently is a prerequisite for 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 an NFL team, unbelievable, bad. And last night, terrible. The one big play they made was a bad throw. And so I just, I, I understand what all the numbers say. And I understand that Dolphins fans try to be like, oh my God, his eye discipline. You got to, he tricks. Guys, we watch the games. He, the, the, this is a team that will not be able to reach the next level yeah. with a quarterback of this level. And that's just what it is. Yeah, it's interesting. When you look at the last three games, he played the three seed, the two seed, the one seed. Going back in those three games, he's got, wow, I think it's four interceptions and, and five pick, or four yeah. touchdowns, five picks. His quarterback rating was like a 62, a 64, yeah. and a 72, mm-hmm. which is 30, 30 points below his season average. And it's just so disappointing to, to, to see that at the, at the end of the season when they should have had the division locked up. And then they limp it in the playoffs, and then he has a performance that he does 
It's it's it makes it hard to think he's the long-term answer. Yikes. Correct. Um, Brew, look at this graphic: a head-to-head Dolphins against the Chiefs. Chiefs and, and Pacheco was just out there churning, pushing the Dolphins around. Third down, uh, the Dolphins weren't tough enough. One for 12 on third down. Big plays. Usually you see something from the Dolphins there, but even then, uh, the Chiefs dominated. So were you surprised the Dolphins didn't put up a fight? <laughs> you you really asked me that I question? I did. I just because I, I have no idea. Because usually you expect a big fight in the playoffs. Were you surprised the Dolphins? I've been didn't... telling y'all all season. They're electric. Mm. All right, Boogie. they're glitzy. <laughs> yeah. They do all that. Mm. But when it's time to fight, when it's time to knuckle up, what do they want to do? What? They want to break dance. Ah, all right, and I've I seen a lot of break dancing in my day, but never in negative four degree weather <laughs> with a 25 below oh, wind You guys are bad. All right, <laughs> and this stuff, well, this is cute. This oh, is dope. We got new ones. Yeah, what are about to get down? This is the Dolphins. And this looks great in November. This looks great in Miami when it's 90 degrees. You put the cardboard down and all that. This looks wonderful. But what if somebody's tackling them? What if it gets cold outside? What if somebody's trying to run them over? You think they're moving like that? No, they're not. And that is the Dolphins. And I'm telling you, the offseason, they got to get stronger. They got to get tougher. They got to get a defense that will stop somebody. Because this, as wonderful as it is, and it's great to boogie, sometimes you just got to knuckle up. Yeah. And they can't do it. Thanks. Coach and <laughs> Excellent well job. Thank Dolphins. You. Dolphins 1-6 against playoff teams. So, that's that. <laughs> Coming up next, Texans, best team in Texas. <laughs> C.J. Stroud has arrived emphatically, throws three touchdowns for the Texans, and Flacco adds two of his own as Houston rolls the Browns. Here's C.J. postgame. I think everybody counting us out. Um, and I think today, like I told y'all before, like people can talk. That's all they can do. You know, they can just talk and watch. We were the ones out there to play. We're the ones making plays. And, and um, uh, it's cool just to see, you know, um, just – like we at Ohio State, we should call it Woody versus the world. Like here, we gonna I think we should call it like NRG versus the world, you know, or Houston versus the world. Okay, put this performance into perspective. Well, listen, I think he cemented the best rookie quarterback season ever. Uh, and I coach whenever I say anything ever, you do that face. But <laughs> as far as back, coach, but coach, but I, I didn't say point. I didn't. I'm not projecting anything forward. I'm saying as far as. Best rookie quarterback season ever. All the records were held by Herbert. He, on a per-game basis, broke some of those, and they obviously made the playoffs. Herbert didn't. RG3 had a great rookie year. It was kind of marred by the playoff game. Mm-hmm. Andrew Luck had a good rookie year. Cam did. Russell Wilson had an underrated rookie year. He was better than all of them, and now this playoff game cemented. And if I may just quickly, listen, I used to live in Houston. I used to cover this team. I'm really happy for the people of Houston because oh. they were a punchline. They, the team was run for a few years by a poor man's Joel Osteen. They had one and done coach, one and done coach. And now they made a move this offseason that I criticized. I'm like, you traded your future first to get Will Anderson? Like, you couldn't even trade the Browns first instead because your first is going to be amazing. Now their first is actually the worst pick of the two because yeah. they beat them. They've got a great coach in D'Amico. I believe a future star, in fact, already star quarterback, who just had the best rookie season we We've ever seen. So that's what I saw this weekend against the league's statistically best defense. Yeah, look, I, I really liked what he's done, and I was skeptical of him coming in. Ohio State quarterbacks haven't been right. very good in, in pro football. He's taken an organization that struggled and 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 brought him to, to where he's brought him to. I, I think all those things are, are amazing. I would argue Ben Roethlisberger's rookie season. How was, did that end, Coach? Didn't it ended he? in the AFC Championship against us, but it would end if these that's guys. That's fine. But how did he, how did he do in that game? He was thirteen and zero that year. Thirteen and zero got the team to the AFC Championship game. So yes, if, and if how did the he same thing, play in the AFC Championship game, Coach? He, well, he was playing us. And how, what did he do? Just <laughs> so, tell everyone what he did. He got smoked. He threw three picks and got he, smoked. This kid was amazing. Well, ah, this is the AFC Championship, championship okay. game, and he's not okay. playing the Patriots. Uh, but he and the Texans I, are not the Steelers. Go ahead. I, I would go with CJ. I agree with Nick, Coach. Uh, Dan Marino threw 20 touchdowns yep. in nine games as a rookie, but they got beat in the playoffs. He threw two interceptions in that game. But here's the other thing about CJ. Mm-hmm. 
he did it. Now, Nico Collins has emerged, but Nico Collins hadn't done much That's before right. CJ. Tank Dell looks hurt. like he could be good, and he's hurt now. The offensive line was kind of guys in yes. and out with injuries. Like, he's, he doesn't have a 1,000-yard rusher, even though Singletary is good, but, you know, he doesn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. So he did it with – Got, he he literally went to a bad franchise and made players yes, better. Yep. Even Joe Burrow, who was in his second year when he took him to the Super Bowl, he had Jamar Chase and some top-notch talent at the skill positions. This guy didn't and He's scary, that. man. The Chiefs might play him next. He's scary. No, they, they're scary now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's scary. Also got me back on upset alert. Oh, yeah. See you guys. You didn't alert. believe. The most reluctant <laughs> Coming up tomorrow, a very, very slippery mountain. Some people down in Mac Jones territory now. Sorry, everybody. Uh, Jerry, jo- Jerry Jones hasn't been to the Super Bowl since 1995. I was in high school. Nick was sleeping in a bassinet, and Broussard was an established career writer for the <laughs> journal. That, it's that's been- pretty true. <laughs> it's been a long time, moral of the story, and changes might be on the way. So, Coach, combo platter of questions. One, should Mike McCarthy go? Two, would Bill Belichick work? Okay, so on the first point, and I said on Friday, if you lose this game where you're 16-0 at home, you're playing the seventh seed, there's a bunch of young kids, you're playing that well, then you've you got to start looking for real estate or a real estate broker. And, and that's, that's the situation I think Mike McCarthy's in. Yeah. And Jerry says he hasn't thought about it one bit. He's thought about it a lot, and I'm sure – Something's going to happen here soon, but is it fair to say that you have the right quarterback? Is it fair to say that you've got the right running game? Is it fair to say that you've got the right personnel? The only thing that's been constant there is is the owner, and coaches have come and gone, and that's been the one constant when they haven't been able to make these pushes, and you have these giant expectations. So now if you assume your personnel's great, which you know the, I'm, I'm imagining that's the assumption, is that our personnel yeah. underachieved, and you go get Bill – it's how long is the fit going to take? Because Bill runs a radically different defense than what Dan Quinn runs. He runs a, a very different offense than what's in place there now. And Dak Prescott did perform at a high level during the regular season in this offense. So are you willing to bring Bill in, have him change the nuts and bolts of what they're doing, and, and deal with whatever happens with that transition? Or are you expecting him to come in and... and Keep a bunch of coaches and and and, oh, wow. and not have his ability to it seems like a no. to operate. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it'd be a no from. I would imagine it'd be a no from Bill. Uh. I mean, I'd imagine Josh McDaniels would go with Bill, and that yeah. would be the offense that you'd get. But it'd be different. How you think Josh would be with Dak? I look. I think Josh is a very good offensive coordinator. I think the the system is extremely good, and it. But it does take some time, and if you're not used to being in that system. There are some growing pains that go along with it. So is the owner, does he have the appetite or the, uh, the ability to deal with, with those growing pains? Yeah, look, I, I said it earlier. I think their culture, Coach, from Jerry Jones down is bad. I don't think it's conducive to winning big. We talked all season about Micah's talking about the Super Bowl. Dak's talking about the Super Bowl. I didn't hear much talk about the Packers going into this game. I heard talk about getting further in the playoffs and all of that. And I think that stems from Jerry. So I think I would like to see Belichick go there. I mean, Philadelphia, if they lose, may be another option. But, look, you got the quarterback, and I agree. It's almost a part of you is like, man, if they could keep McCarthy as an OC, because he did a good job with Dak, which I know that's impossible. But I'm just saying – he, I don't really want to reset Dak in the regular season like Belichick would, but I think their defense is a problem because they get run on. That's why Arizona beat them because mm-hmm. they could run the football. And so I think Belichick would fix that. I think they become a more serious organization. Hopefully, if it were to happen, he could get Jerry to just – you know, stop talking all the time and all the every week on the radio and after every game. And I don't know if he, I don't think Bell, Bill, and you know him better than I do, obviously, but I don't think he would have to pick the groceries, as they say. I think when you go to a different organization, you're willing to, you know, just coach maybe. It would have been different in New England, but well, I think in Dallas he a, might just coach. It's a one GM that's powerful enough to, to be over him because it's the owner. So, so there's that. And if you go there, you go there with the understanding that, that he's going to have ultimate say over personnel. He's going to have ultimate say over who's on the 53. 
it's just hard for me to imagine Bill, who's picked the groceries for 24 years, is suddenly going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm good. Well, listen, they are going to move on from Mike McCarthy. The question is, who is the best option for them? And because of Jerry's age, I don't think Belichick's age is a downside. I don't think he, I think he's going to do three, four right, years. Exactly anyway, right. right. Different owners might be like, I want this guy to be able to coach for the next 10 years. Jerry's trying to win right now. The other option is see if you can get Mike Vrabel and see if he brings Arthur Smith with him. Arthur Smith was his OC in, in Tennessee, right, got the most right. out of Tannehill. But whatever it is, it is a total coaching overhaul coming in Dallas. That I'm very confident. Vrabel, yeah. if he's got an offensive coordinator, 12 games is a lot of games. Live from New York, it's a show that might keep Mike McCarthy now that I think about it. I'm not the ultimate decision maker. It's the second hour of First Things First today. What does the future hold for Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott? Hmm. Meanwhile, Lions win and will play another home game. Is Nick Wright ready to believe and Jared oh, Goff, like this show's right been there. huge Lions believers. Like I'm the only I've, one. Like, I've believed in the Lions. Ever since I heard Why about his coffee order. Oh, After yeah, the right. first game of the season, I was on board. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they beat the Chiefs. We won Super Bowl rematch, maybe. <laughs> uh, playoff Mahomes is back. Kelsey's back. Chiefs win by 19. I was impressed. Broussard was nonplussed, and, <laughs> and coach wanted him to win by 35 points and negative 20 degrees. Yeah, uh, Kansas so City's funny. defense holds the Dolphins' offense to seven points, but I guess you guys wanted to shut out. Nick, are the oh, do you want to answer this? Yes, one, I want to answer this. Are the defending champions officially the scariest team? If we're being honest, all you have to do to know is go on YouTube later today, America, and go watch our first Chiefs segment. Okay. Where these two guys Who? took a these Broussard okay, and Mangini took a 19-point playoff victory over a double-digit win team mm-hmm. that was being discussed all year until two weeks ago as a top-tier contender in the general national Not media. On this side uh, of the that's, table. that's fine. Uh, where they never trailed for a second, where uh, they controlled every segment of the game, and they were like, you know. Not enough style points for me for a playoff victory. That's, that's exactly that, what I that, said. Not, you know what? <laughs> that's exactly I would, what I, I, I thir- Twenty-six to seven's nice, but I really needed thirty-five to seven to buy in. Here's a question for the table: Do the Chiefs have an argument that of the ten teams left in the postseason, or eight, eight teams? How many teams are left? Ten are left right as of right now. Uh, that they have the best defense. Do they have an argument? It's them or Baltimore. They finished the league one, two, I mean, and everything. Baltimore was historically the, good. The, the the Baltimore, Baltimore finished two yards and point one points better. So I mean, the okay, so sure, fine. Do the Chiefs have a top two defense left in the playoffs? Everyone agree? Sure. Do the Chiefs have the best quarterback in defense. the playoffs? Of course. Do the Chiefs have the best coach left in the playoffs? Of course. Yeah. If what? Who's the best coach in the playoffs, well, Wild? Shanahan's pretty good. Shanahan's so the, good, his guys can't, his quarterback can't coach. even okay. be the MVP. Right. Harbaugh's team's always okay, guys, bro, who's the best coach in the playoffs? Who's the best coach I left? Mean, maybe, maybe Andy Reid. No, you talk about no. there's like this chasm. No, there's I, not. No, no, I'm not talking I mean, about like Harbaugh's a really no. good coach. Agreed. He's really good. I'm asking the table a question. Who is the best quarterback left in the playoffs? Does anyone think it's someone other than Patrick Mahomes? If, if not, okay. We like Who's Mahomes, the, no. but the guy is, I mean, the MVP is and Mahomes, It's not here's, an outrageous here's take. The thing, we all like Mahomes. Guy, the guy, all Lamar's winning the MVP That's fine. this year. Right. It's not an outrageous take. He has not been the best. He's the MVP. Mahomes has not been the best quarterback this year. Okay, that's great. And, and he guys, hasn't been the best quarterback guys, so in the one just, playoff. So game. then just answer. So then say I, you don't agree with it. Here's, here's why I'm frustrated. I'm asking questions, allowing you guys to say no, I think someone else. You won't say it, and then you're arguing with me. So I because will try, to me, that, I will, that's not the argument. Uh, uh, oh, they got the okay, best coach, best that, quarterback. That, that, that means they're going to win that, it? That, that can be your argument. I'm going to phrase mine, and I'm going to ask one more time. Right now. Does anyone think there's a quarterback in the playoffs better than Patrick Mahomes? If so, say his name. Okay, we this all agree. This year, Lamar Jackson's we're, been better. That's not the question I'm asking. Is Patrick Mahomes that, best that, I don't want to talk about history. Okay, that's fine. I mean, seriously. That's great. So, okay, so they have the best coach. They have the best quarterback. They might have the best defense. And they just won a playoff game by 19 points that people were not impressed by because they don't think that's actually them at their best. 
If that game was not them at their best, then yes, they're the scariest team. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, I think they are who you everyone want to wants to play the, the Leafs. Look, I, I do agree they have the best quarterback. I do agree they have the best head coach. And it, for me, it wasn't a function of style points. For me, it was a function of they're playing a team that's dramatically yes. depleted, that is, is coming off a demoralizing loss, that, that has, has struggled in the last month and gave away the division. And I expected more. And I expect more from the Chiefs because they have the best quarterback and because they have the best head coach, who's an offensive-minded head coach. And here's my problem. My problem is in the red zone. And I know we, we're not allowed to talk about no, the red zone. No, you can talk about whatever you but, want. But let's just, let's just right. take a look at, at where they were. Okay, so this is where they've been over the last month. They're 5-14, and 14, which gives them 35.7. That would rank them 31st, just barely above the New York Jets. This is over the last five weeks, okay, or four weeks. There we go. Now let's look at their Super Bowl years, okay? In the 2019 mm. postseason, mm. they were 80% in the red zone, tied for third. 2022, they were 81.8%. So I'm not saying that they don't have the best and they don't have the best. I'm saying that the best is disappointing right now in the key component of being a very key component in being successful of making a long playoff run or winning the Super Bowl as witnessed by what they did in the past. That's pretty good. I'm going to throw the towel in as a Chiefs fan there. <laughs> that, I agree with that, Coach. And look, they are respected. There's no Nobody is writing the Chiefs off. Nobody's taking them lightly. Nobody's saying, oh, they're not the same Chiefs. This will be easy. They're respected. But scarier than Baltimore, who has a quarterback that's – Unique. He's one of one. Not as good as Mahomes, but he's one of one. That and their defense is historically great, and their run game is crazy. Like you talk about being built for January, they are, and they got a coach that's won a Super Bowl, even if he might not be quite as good as Andy Reid. San Francisco, I think, I think those two teams are definitely scary. So, Detroit is better than it was in Week One when they beat Kansas City. So, and I don't think I, all I'm saying about yesterday is I didn't see anything from the Chiefs that made me think they'd flip the switch and now Rasheed Rice was good, but then Kelsey's dropping but passes. Did it, but, well, so, so two, one thing about yesterday and one thing about Baltimore. Uh, yesterday did not give you further confidence that this defense is not good, is not pretty good, is great. No, because Miami they, does not score against the good teams. How many Miami points averaged they 16 points. How many did they score? They scored seven. Okay. But they averaged 16 points when they play the top right. teams in the league. So, so that sounds like even – It was no because the weather was freezing, so you know the score is going to go down 14. We know two is not okay, good so, in, no, I get in it. cold the, weather. The weather, the weather is an inspiration for depleted. Miami's offense not being good, the, the, but not for the Chiefs' red zone. Trials. The Chiefs are used to playing no, I, in that I, weather. I, I get it. Here's my, the next question I have, and just I just curious. You said Baltimore. Yeah. Houston is – we don't know who they're going to play. Houston could be playing They're scary, either. too. No, that's not, that's not the question because it depends on if Buffalo – who do you think right now Houston's rooting for in the game that starts in a half hour? Because if Buffalo wins, Houston goes to Baltimore. If Pittsburgh wins, Houston goes to Kansas City. Who do you think? You want an honest answer? I don't think Houston cares. I think they're so young that they like, man, bring on whoever. They might want the champs. I mean, seriously, that's how I think C.J. Stroud and D'Amico Ryans are cut out of the cloth where bring us the champs. Who do you think they'd have a better chance against? I mean, Baltimore stomped them early in the season. That was early in the season, but still. I mean, look. I don't think the Chiefs are the scariest team. I think San Francisco, Baltimore is scary. Detroit might be a scary. I think Buffalo, let's see what they do today. They might be scarier. Mm, okay. Okay. Meanwhile, Cowboys are going home. Again, Dak's playoff career record now 2-5 and five for context. C.J. Stroud just started and he's 1-0. Here's Dak postgame. Yeah, we got beat. There's no other which way around it, no way to sugarcoat it. Um, obviously, I didn't play well uh, and – Shock. I'm not a guy that, that lives in the past. And so um, where my feet are and at this moment, yeah, I mean, I suck tonight. No, that was, that was it. Okay, contract on the horizon. Did yesterday change your view of Dak? Yes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, the, this is where sports can be unfair, Coach. Uh, I, now his great regular season works against him. When you were that – when you were, in my opinion – should have been a coin flip for MVP, 
and then were that bad in that game. And those numbers, I do not care what they are. No. Those mm-hmm. are nonsense. Like the there were four times in the first half Dak had an opportunity to either you know, get, get him back into the game, keep the game close, and each time made a critical error or mistake, including the drive they scored on that he threw short of the end zone when they had no timeouts and clock was going to run out and got very fortunate there was a flag on that yeah. or else that's a gaffe at the end. And so here is the thing. We have seen teams with bad quarterbacks win a Super Bowl. We have. We have seen teams with great quarterbacks win a Super Bowl. We have seen teams with young quarterbacks win a Super Bowl. We have seen teams with mediocre quarterbacks win a Super Bowl. The one thing we've never seen in the salary cap era is a team with an average quarterback who is paid like a superstar win a Super Bowl. Never seen it. We, uh, when Joe Flacco won his Super Bowl, he hadn't gotten paid yet. Remember his contract year. We can go up and down the list. And Dak r- r- right now is paid like a great quarterback and is about to get paid like the best quarterback. That would terrify me if I were a Cowboys mm. fan. So, yeah, to me, it changes how I view Dak. Who I Listen, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I believed in them. I thought this year was different. And then instead they had their worst performance of the season. It hasn't changed my view because I've had this view of Dak for a long time. And I think Dak is best when he's supported yep. by a really good running game. And when he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to go win the game by himself. Yep. And he's 2-5 and five in the playoffs. His QB rating is almost 10% lower in the playoffs than it is in the regular season. And to me, to whom much is given, much is expected. And when you're going to pay someone like a frontline guy, they've got to not only perform like a frontline guy, but they've got to be able to raise up everybody around them. And when you play a game like they played yesterday where the defense isn't doing well, you would expect that quarterback to then be able to, to help you win in a shootout, figure out some way to, to pull you out of it. But instead, he throws the pick that sets up a touchdown. He throws another pick that leads to a touchdown. He, he exasperated the problem. And, and when you can't improve the team because of how much money you're paying that player, it, it becomes such a, such a drag on, on your ability to compete year in and year out to, to be a champion. You guys know I, I'm with Coach because I've been saying all season. In fact, early in the year, I got mocked by one Nick Wright and Greg that Jennings unfortunate. for saying that Dak Prescott was not elite. No. Now, he looked elite in the regular season. Can you say what we mocked you for, just to be clear? I said he has to – I said the only way, Coach, like he'll be viewed as elite uh-huh. is if he becomes part of a dynasty. Yeah, he said even if he wanted to be Because some players who aren't yeah. – like Eli Manning right. – I mean, I, I it'll probably it be was a unfair mocking okay. by Nick. He yes, be the absolutely. First he does it a lot. <laughs> and, and look, you, you just call – I don't know if you re- realize this. You just called Dak an average quarterback. I don't think he's average. I think he's clearly above average. But I agree – like, he needs a run game. I've always viewed him as a game manager – who can make big plays with his arms and his legs. Like, he's not a typical a pedestrian game manager, but he is a manager, and this year they didn't have the run game. And that's why when they played tomato cans, that could look like, oh, I got the team on my back. But when they played the good teams and they went 3-5 and five against playoff teams and they needed him to carry them on his back because they don't have the run game anymore, he couldn't do it. Now, you, you guys, I don't, I don't think you're going here. All that said, they got to bring him back. Because they went a long time without a top flight, like an even above average quarterback. And I, I look, life is hard when you are searching for that quarterback. They've got – I think you can win a championship with Dak if you're, big, if you're good enough See, around I know, him. I no longer do, not at this salary. I don't know. You what, Wilds? Well, it's like it, – it's a little bit like I can run a marathon. Like, well, you haven't. It's like I could. No, like, that's but fair. you haven't in a long time. Well, it's given you a few, that. It's, it's, we've given you a few chances and you keep on dropping on out of the out. race while yeah. <laughs> drinking water on the side. Like, but I could have. Give me one more year. <laughs> Guys, sorry. That's just fair. That's for our producers, <laughs> mark that. That's the third time since Wild signed up for his half marathon. He's somehow wedged marathon running. <laughs> well, just like we got to stop saying We're just he making can do a compilation just of all the analogies he could pull. He can't lead a team or be on a Super Bowl team. Well, when the guy leads the team to the Super Bowl, we say that guy can lead him. When the guy doesn't, we have to say he can't. The, especially in a, he a, a can't lead you, like but the, he can be a part right, but, but of it. Well, so can is, I. But if he's 25% of your salary cap, he has to lead you. Like that's the, so let me, can I throw yeah, a fake trade sure. and tell me that just this fake trade generator, who says no or do both say yes? 
let's say Belichick doesn't go to Dallas, that they get Brable, whomever. The third pick of the draft goes to the Cowboys. Dak Prescott goes to the Patriots. Why? For why for whom? For either either one. Why would well, the Patriots? I don't think the, Patri- the, the Patriots because they want stability. They want a real quarterback. They have the money because they have no good players. So the good part of having no good players is you can pay your quarterback a lot while you're trying to build something up new. And for the Cowboys, you have so many frontline players that you want to be able to keep that you go with the rookie quarterback. But, but if model. you're in New England or any team in that position, ideally you go get the quarterback of the future and you have them for those five years. You'll have to redo the contract, yeah. but at least four years at an extremely discounted rate, which allows you to build everything else up around them. So now if you go get Dak and you give away right. that five-year cheap service to now pay a ridiculously high rate, I don't know if he goes there and he's – I don't think he goes there and he's transformative uh, for the organization. Okay, so it feels like that's the answer. He's just not a transformative player. No. But yet, Where the, Mahomes is. The great, oh, yeah, the great ones change the organization. And that's my concern with Justin Herbert is he hasn't really changed that organization. Justin Herbert catching a fl- stray. But when we talk when we talk about the great quarterbacks, we usually put him in that bucket yeah. and you want to see him change the organization because typically, regardless of coaching, regardless that's of ownership, right. the great ones yeah. make the organization great. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, coming up next. Why is this on me? Because you always call him Mr. Tiny Hands. Because he does have tiny hands. That's why you had to do the two-hand chest pass With your chest out, with your feet down. You (laughs) picked the the Rams did cover. Yeah. They did cover. Welcome back to an electric show. For the first time in 32 years, the Lions have won a playoff game. Golf goes 22 for 27. Lions also scored two on the ground, and Dan Campbell was fired up. Take a listen. That was – that – that is arguably the best environment I've ever been in. That, that was absolutely electric. And I think what's crazy is I was coming down for pregame warm-up, and I, you could just feel it. It was humming. The building was humming. And I swear you could feel the electricity down the tunnel from where I was coming down. And it only just grew from there. I just love him. I absolutely love him. Do you believe in the Lions? It's a Cinderella story. I mean, kind of. Right now, listen, right now, I think the biggest winners of the weekend were probably the Niners uh, as far as the path clearing in the conference. And so I think they they were frightened of Dallas. No, not, no, I honestly think, I think that the Rams were, because of the division, because they beat them in the playoffs for them seeing Dallas and the Rams go down, I think was their ideal weekend for them. I, listen, I want to give the Lions credit on a couple fronts. One is, I was curious to see Dan Campbell, the most aggressive, whether people don't, people for some reason because of the way Dan Campbell looks when he does this stuff they call it aggression as opposed to listening to the no, analytics that's right. but it's just he's following the analytics that's right. and some coaches lose Big their nerd. lose their medal come the playoffs yeah. he went for that fourth down early in the game yeah. they got it scored a touchdown meanwhile Sean McVay who I was saying going into the game had the coaching edge once again just threw away these timeouts. Coaches, in the second half of close games, particularly playoff games, a five-yard penalty is not nearly as bad as blowing your time out. And so, and, and Sean McVay did it twice, and at the end of the half, it wasn't great. So I give the Lions massive credit. And, Coach, the thing with this, with golf, is so interesting. If you pressure him, he will literally turn the wrong way and do a two-hand chest pass towards the out-of-bounds because he won't know what to do. If you do, Look at this. If you don't pressure him... He is out there cooking fools, and to be 21 of 21 with no pressure is remarkable. And now they get to stay at home, and so do I believe in them? They should make the conference championship game. I mean, that's where they're at. They hope they don't run into Bake Show, which they probably will. Bake but show. yeah, they're they not Bake thinking show. about Bake Show. Believe me, I, who, who, this is why. This is why I. This is why I was so aggravated in the segment or two ago. Who had the best quarterback in this game? The Rams. Yeah. Who had the best coach? The Rams. And they lost. Yeah, but they. So that's have my the point. Like that doesn't mean you're just going to win. I, it was scary. And, and the question I, was scary, bro. Not no, the best in the Chiefs. I, I think D- Detroit is impressive. They've impressed me because I, first of all, yesterday was huge. We all know it was the first playoff win since '93, and I get it. It's new players, a new regime, all that. But all that constant noise can get get to you, and more so, I thought it was just important for this team because they they proved that like we're there we 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 beat a championship coach yeah. and a championship quarterback and and then coach their defense to me 
is what's impressive. Like, we know that's been their weak link, but it has gotten more impressive. Over the last, like, eight weeks, uh, the Rams had averaged 28 points a game. Mm -hmm. They played great against them. And this is – the Rams put 31 on the Ravens. Yeah. And Detroit played them good defensively. We know what they did to Dallas in Dallas holding them to 20. So their defensive improvement to go with that offense, which is well-balanced, run pass – I think they're they're strong. Yeah, I didn't like it when the NFL put them in the opening game, a team that hadn't made the playoffs. that kind of anointed them based off of how they finished last season. But yet the narrative continues, the story continues. They win the playoff game. Dallas loses. They get another playoff game. They've they've made some poor decisions that they've survived, like Sam Laporta getting hurt, but still being able to play this Mm -hmm. game. So sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And they've got an element of that too. And and that happened to us in, in our first Super Bowl where... Things kind of broke our way a lot of times, and it feels a little bit like that as well. And that's not taking anything away from, from the way that they play, but they've also got some of this other sort Super of the football gods. Potential right. game one rematch? Shining First game, last game of the year? They've Lions, the Chiefs? Best vibes. Revenge though. spot? That's the, vibes, the vibes in that locker room? The vibes are good. <laughs> the vibes are good. Oh, look Fake at this. Show. Speaking oh, of being nervous. nervous. He is nervous. <laughs> Have you watched the Dan Campbell? Medals time, we're early in Pistons Rockets. Uh, Pistons inbound the ball to themselves and then step out of bounds. Yeah. You're okay. not allowed to do that. Come I mean, what are we Come on, guys. We'll go, also a travel. Yeah, we'll go straight to the podium because we're short on time. <laughs> Jokic gets the bronze for Friday. SGA gets the silver for Saturday. And Dame, for the game winner, he gets yep. the gold. There's the podium from Okay, one minute left in show. Yeah. Steelers, Bills. About to kick off. Eagles, Bucks after that. Eagles still favored. Odd question yeah. here. Who has more on the line tonight? Sirianni, The Bake Show, or Chris Broussard? Well, you have a presence. I was going to say Sirianni, but Jay Glazer says even with a loss, he's safe. Okay. And you guys remember from before the year when Brew was talking Kyle Trask, and I said that the he Bucks could win the division, tonight. and then Brew tried well, to sell some bill of goods about it. Even if they win the division, no. they won't do anything. He said... Yeah. If Bake Show wins a playoff game, he'll wear his jersey on the Did show. Did I say that? Yeah, oh, I want to see Bake Show on the show so, so bad. So, I have to see so, footage so of Bru- that. So, America, when, when the Bucks beat Brew's Super Bowl winner pick, to, keep in mind, tomorrow, buddy, Bake I got show. that press be honest. Steam First of all, you. this is nice. Yeah, I got I'm you. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I feel better about the Eagles oh, than he's I have in the be past back. few weeks. He's, I mean, if the Eagles aren't bolstered by what they saw last <laughs> yesterday, oh. We'll see you tomorrow at 3. <laughs>